Well, hello, dear, and welcome to yet another episode of our podcast, Alchemize It All. Alchemize It All. I am your host, Maya Catherine, and I am delighted and happy and grateful that you are here today. For those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. And for those who have been with us for the long haul, welcome back. Thank you for being here. For those who don't know what Alchemize It All is all about, it is a place, a space, a platform where you come with your lemons and we help you transform them into lemonade. In other words, this is where you come with your disappointments, your heartbreaks, your disillusions, and even your hopes and your dreams. And we help you look at all of them with an empowering perspective as opposed to a disempowering perspective and we help you get all the emotions, all the feelings, all the ideas, and alchemize them all into things that you can use to benefit your life, to benefit your vision, to become who you want to be and have the life that you want to live. We believe that life doesn't waste any hurts and neither should you. That is the essence of alchemize it all. So if you've been with us for a little while, you know I don't prepare too much in advance for an episode, and today is no different. Today, I got inspiration from a podcast that I did this weekend, and I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And I mentioned something in there that I just wanted to expand a little bit on in this podcast. And today, we will talk about inner peace and inner joy how to achieve inner peace and inner joy in a chaotic world. How do you stay in the eye of the storm, the quiet, peaceful place in the middle of utter devastation, chaos, uncertainty, negativity? How do you maintain your center, your inner peace, and even inner joy? So to start with, let's look at what disturbs inner peace, right? And to be honest, even before I did the podcast, I have been watching Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> for those who know me for a little while, you know I get inspired a lot by movies, music, especially things that have to do with ancient beliefs, um, ancient civilizations and cultures where the focus is on respecting life on the outside, respecting life on the inside, being in harmony with nature, being in harmony with the cosmos, and understanding that we are all part of one thing that is sacred. I am very drawn to those things because that is how I I feel that the world is and life is as well. So I've been watching Kung Fu Panda and um, one of the movies is about how to find inner peace. And it was just a coincidence that that question was asked of me in the podcast. So what disturbs inner peace usually is the lack of of focus on the present moment. Usually we're not peaceful because we're worrying about 
the future, we're feeling bad about the past and uncertain about where we stand. Sometimes in the present moment, there may be things that are not working. I understand that. But every second that passes is the past. So for instance, if as I'm talking right now, I got a mosquito bite, for example. In that moment, there is pain, there's annoyance, there's discomfort. But the moment I acknowledge it and I maybe put some medicine on it or I wash it out, it's the past. And if it still bothers me in a way, all I can do is do something that I think can alleviate that, that pain. And as I'm waiting for it to get better, I can choose to focus on that pain or I can choose to find something else to be grateful for. Energy flows where attention grows, as some other people have said. So even in the moment where the pain might still be going, I can decide to try my best to focus on other things that bring me joy and give me peace. So a big part of what I just said here refers to the fact that inner peace depends on the choices that we make as to where our focus goes. If we decide to focus on things that bother us, it's very hard to have inner peace. If we decide to focus on what's working in the current moment, it's easier to have inner peace. And as I said in the podcast, Finding inner peace is not an end point to anything. It's a continuous process and an everyday decision to focus on inner peace. As long as you're alive, you grow. And as long as you grow, you will have other things to alchemize, to process. And as you're processing and alchemizing things, you will always have to continue the process of maintaining inner peace. And it's not a burden. You could say, my God, for the rest of my life, I'm going to always have to put effort in inner peace. Yes, the, the answer is yes. However, it is not a burden because as you train yourself to focus on inner peace and you are disciplined about it, it starts becoming a habit. It starts becoming something that's second nature. And it doesn't feel as a burden or is even as work after a while because you become inner peace in a way, right? You become what you're seeking. You embody what you're trying to feel. So after a while, it's just a matter of recentering yourself and recentering with the energies that bring you inner peace. As I said in the podcast, it's like having a GPS program to inner peace. Whatever happens to veer you off path, whatever detour you have to take, once the GPS is programmed, it will recalculate route, right? Recalculating route. <laughs> That's what my GPS used to say. 
and bring you back to the inner peace. It takes work. It takes developing habits. It takes time to put that address in there because it takes time to embody inner peace. And you have to be willing to do the work and have the patience to let it become a part of you. But once you do it, as I say, it becomes second nature. So inner peace is really a decision to not panic, a decision to trust that when things happen, either you'll be able to handle it or the divine within, which is still you, will be able to handle it. I think I heard some, I don't know if it's Oprah that said it, but somebody said when they, um, that they heard a phrase to the effect of, I know that if I can't deal with something, then there's something inside me that knows how to, how to deal with it. If I can't do it, then something inside me can, something like that. It's that faith in you and in the universe that brings you that peace. A few things bring you that peace. Confidence in yourself, faith in yourself, faith in the divine. Um, a decision to focus on accepting things the way they are and not fighting everything. A decision to not look at the heavy side of things and to look at the bright side of things. A decision to trust that life is working for you, not against you. A decision to know that things always will work out in the end. is a set of belief systems coupled with a decision to follow those belief systems that bring you inner peace. It's a choice. And it's a habit. And it's a belief. So focusing on the present moment, focusing on your ability to overcome things and the universe's ability to help you overcome things can bring you inner peace. So how do you get from inner peace to inner joy? Well, I answer that as well this weekend. And for me personally, when you add gratitude to inner peace, that's when you find inner joy. At least that's the way I found it. Once you have that inner peace, once you cultivate that inner peace, I already say, because again, it's not an end or be all, it's an everyday decision to be in inner peace, to be inner peace. Once you find that rhythm and you couple it with gratitude, which is feeling joy, feeling grateful, feeling thankful for things that are working, right now or things that have worked in the past then there is a feeling of being special being loved being supported that brings you joy if you are in the middle of a storm like i said before and you're looking at rain everywhere and you're like oh my god it's gonna be muddy it's gonna rain a lot i'm gonna have to maybe miss my event that I have to go to, the roads might be blocked. You'll feel one way. But if you sit down and you say, well, nature doesn't make mistakes. The rain has a purpose. The storm will pass. 
missing the event is not gonna take anything away from my life that I won't be able to make up for. And in this moment of me watching the storm, I'm grateful that I'm able to see the rain, to hear the rain, to smell the rain, that I'm healthy, that my senses are working, that I'm able to know what's going on around me because not everybody can. So in this moment, there are so many things working for me that I rather focus on that and focus on whatever negative effect I think the storm has. And I choose to be grateful for being even able to acknowledge the storm. And I'm grateful for the ability to be here and to thank those thoughts, knowing that it's not a given to everyone. And for that, I feel loved. And for that, I feel supported. And for that universe, I'm thankful. I feel special. I feel loved. I'm happy. Thank you. That brings a smile to your face. That generates joy. And it's not even generate joy, to be honest. It's igniting joy. Oh, my God. I felt that. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Because joy is, for me, our natural state. Joy is, is natural. It's inherent for me. And it's always there. It's just a matter of igniting it to, you know, put the switch on, put the light on just like peace, it's a matter of putting the light on. It's the decision to, to activate it, something that's already in us. Because just, again, just being able to acknowledge that you are in pain, for example, it's something now a lot of people have. Some people don't have any feelings in their bodies at all because of a nerve damage or something. So feeling the pain is very hard in a lot of ways. I understand that I've been there. But it's also the acknowledgement that I am able to feel still, you know, and there's something in there to be grateful for. Even though I acknowledge the pain as well. And I tell people, sometimes, you know, people say, well, you know, you glorifying pain by saying to people, um, to find something good in the pain, that's not what we're doing here. I have written and spoken about not tolerating a life of pain, emotional pain to be more specific, because physical pain sometimes is not something you can avoid sometimes. And emotional pain too. But I always say it's one thing to Feel the pain is one thing to, it's another to stay in the pain. And I'm advocate getting help, doing everything you can to remove yourself from an emotional painful situation. By self-love, self-respect, getting help, and having boundaries. You know, we should always try to remove ourselves from situations that are not good for us. So absolutely no to staying in pain. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just focusing on things that disturb you. That attention brings pain sometimes. But as you are able to focus on that, you could still find a silver lining and say, okay, 
at least I'm able to hear the storm. At least I'm able to see the storm. And I can find gratitude in that. Okay? Two different things here, guys. That gratitude is what brings inner joy. And again, just like inner peace, inner joy is not something that is another destination, right? I know I give the example of the GPS. And the GPS, when you get to your destination, is kind of done, right? Well, this is a different kind of GPS. It's the one that keeps rolling to the next day, rolling to the next event. But what you put in there is not a physical destination, is an emotional feeling destination, is a mental situation that keeps on being reprogrammed every day. Every time you open your eyes in the morning, you are recommitting to that destination. You're recommitting to that feeling. You're recommitting to inner peace and inner joy. That is what I'm talking about here. So can you find inner peace? Can you find inner joy? It's not a question of finding. It's more of a question of, can you build habits, belief systems, and mindsets to continue to ignite those things in you every day? That is a question. And again, you will have days when you don't find, don't ignite it. You might have days where you, no matter what you do, the pain is too great. And that's okay, guys. We are not meant to be in one state every day, all day. Then that means that you know we're not really human here, right? Uh, I said I think in the in the podcast that even nature has days where you hear thunder and lightning, so it gets mad sometimes. <laughs> you know that's just a, a way of speaking. It's not about nature getting mad or not, but I'm just saying. Even even nature has changes, so we are nature. Of course, we'll have changes too, and it's okay to have those days where you don't really embody the inner peace and the inner joy the issue is how long do you stay there that's the issue how long do you stay there is a choice how long you're staying there is up to you and when you develop those habits mindset belief systems paradigm shifts that help you focus on what you need to achieve inner peace and inner joy then you are able to be peaceful and you are able to be joyful. And when the days come that you don't have it, you just calm down. You don't get hard on yourself. You take a breather. You let the feelings be. You let the feelings express themselves. You let the anger express itself as long as you're not destructive. You let the sadness come out. You let them come and you sit with them. You get help if you need, but then you don't stay there too long. You go back to those habits, those focus, and then your GPS recalculates and brings you back to your center, to your core of inner peace and inner joy. I hope you found some things in this episode that are motivating, inspiring, and I hope that you can go and apply some of the things that we discuss here to refocus and reprogram 
your inner self to igniting your inner peace and igniting your inner joy. I am Maya Catherine again. I'll see you here next week for another episode of Alchemize It All. Until then, be well, be safe, be peaceful, be joyful. I love you all. Ciao.